how do you do? My name is Alfred Hitchcock, and I would like to tell you about our good friends, the birds. Look up in the sky. It's a bird. Most likely it's a bird. Welcome to Theme Time Radio Hour. You might want to gather up some twigs, some little bits of yarn, almost any kind of material you might find. Build yourself a little nest. Settle in for the next hour as our thematic examination of the musical landscape focuses on creatures that outnumber us about 23 to 1. Scientists estimate there are between 100 and 200 billion birds on the planet at any given time. And even if each one of them had its own distinctive song, and most of them do, we'd never have time to play them all. So I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to play some of our favorite songs from the aviary, as written and performed by our fellow humans. We'll talk about bird brains, eagle eyes, tippy headman, the blue bird of happiness. We'll play the chicken. We'll find something to crow about, and maybe even Flippy the bird. There's only one way to start, with that same damn bird that wakes me up every morning. Here's Fats Domino with a song about a feathered loudmouth. There was an old lady from Houston. She had two hens and a rooster. Her rooster died, the old lady cried. My hens only like the Houston. Ain't that a shame? Ain't that a shame? Ain't that a shame? She lost her helping hand. Her next door neighbor, old Cappy, he seems to be very happy. He can play this corn, they will grow long Cause the old rooster is gone Ain't that a shame? Ain't that a shame? Ain't that a shame? She lost her everything I know a lady named Sue Her rooster died too She didn't sigh, she didn't cry She made her a pot of steel Ain't that a shame? Ain't that a shame? There was an old lady from Houston She had two hens and a rooster Her rooster died, the old lady cried Hands only like they used to. Ain't that a shame? Ain't that a shame? Ain't that a shame? She lost her helping hand. I know a lady named Sue. Oh, rooster died too. She didn't sigh, she didn't cry. She made her a pot of steel. Ain't that a shame? Ain't that a shame? Ain't that a shame? That was Fats Domino and the Rooster's Song. Remind me of a story that Frank Perdue once told me. Frank told me that when he was young, he worked on his dad's poultry farm. One time, President Calvin Coolidge and his wife came to visit. They each took separate tours, and at one point, someone told Mrs. Coolidge, Look at that rooster. Can you believe he mates dozens of times every day? Mrs. Coolidge said, Can you run up and tell my husband that? So the guy runs up and tells President Coolidge, Your wife wants you to know that that rooster could make dozens of times a day. The president looked at him and said, Same chicken every time? He said, No, a different chicken every time. The president said, Good. Run and tell my wife that. In the background, Slim Gaylor. Sing it, Slim. He keeps birds, dirty, disgusting, 
filthy, lice-ridden bites. Next up, a piano player by the name of Meryl Moore. You hear him playing piano on records by Johnny Cash, Farron Young, Wanda Jackson, and many others. But it's good to hear him step up to the microphone and pile in those 88s. Here's the underappreciated Merle Moore, and he's cool to the wrong pigeon. I was ready, oh, so ready for love. Got all the dope from Mr. Moon up above. Then I listened to the breezes whisper love and all the treases, and I learned to coo like a dove. Oh, but I cooed, cooed, cooed to the wrong pigeon. Now I'm through with love. Hey, she took me for my keyboard, my horse and my dog. A fine pair of mules and a fat china hog. A hand-painted chamber mug my folks handed down. My golden eaten surrey with the fringe all around. I cooed, cooed, cooed to the wrong pigeon. And now I'm leaving town. Back in 92, I cooed, cooed, cooed to the wrong pigeon. Now with my love, I'm through. She relieved me of my money, my clothes and my farm. Said she'd save them for us so they wouldn't come to harm. Like to know who us is and him I'd like to catch. I'd hang him like a scarecrow by the fairy patch. Oh yes, I cooed, cooed, cooed to the wrong pigeon. And my heart needs a patch. Getting all the dope from Mr. Moon up above. Going to the wrong pigeon. Perhaps it was a homing pigeon. Homing pigeons have been around since the great empires of Egypt and Rome. Caesar made use of them when he was conquering Gaul. In 1815, the people in England first heard about who won the Battle of Waterloo when a pigeon delivered the message. The Rothschild banking dynasty allegedly made its first fortune from the advanced knowledge of Napoleon's loss. Paul Julius Reuter, who founded the news service that has his name, used a fleet of over 45 pigeons to deliver news and stock prices. It pays to keep pigeons. The noted mathematician Percy Dicunas is doing research into coin tosses. He told me that we all might be surprised by his findings. He asked me if I could do a coin toss on my show to help him in his research. And I said, sure. So here we go. Heads, I play Blackbird by the Beatles. Tails, I play Bluebird by the Buffalo Springfield. And it's... Buffalo Springfield. There you go, Percy. Always glad to help. Listen to my bluebird laugh. She can't tell you Mesmerized by the depth of 
That was Bluebeard Man of Bethlehem Springfield. One famous Bluebeard is the Bluebird of Happiness. The Bluebird is a play written by the Belgian dramatist and poet Maurice Mitchellink. It was published in 1909. It is a fairy tale about the Bluebird of Happiness. The discontented children of a woodcutter were living in the depths of the forest. One night they were visited by a fairy named Bear Loon. She asked for their help in finding the Bluebird. She says it is the only thing that could cure a little girl who was unhappy. In the end, they don't find it. But when they return home, they discover it's been in their backyard all along. Metalink went on to win the Nobel Prize for Literature in 1911. Don't look too far for that bluebird of happiness, folks. It's probably right over your shoulder. Jacques Duval once said, God loved the birds and invented trees. Man loved the birds and invented cages. Here's another man of wisdom. You can tell where he's found by his name. Mississippi John Hurt. We've talked about him before. When he first started performing, his voice was too soft to really carry in juke joints and dances. He really benefited from modern recording technology. And I mean modern in the 30s. He disappeared for a while. We told you the story of how he was found in an earlier show. But luckily he had a few good years on the folk revival circuit. Here's a little taste of the man himself. Mississippi John Hurt, and he's going to teach you how to spell chicken. Oh, chicken, chicken, you can't roost too high for me. Chicken, chicken, I'm on out of the tree. Chicken, 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 you can't roost too high for me. C is the way to begin. A. To make a little in I am the third See what a season it bring Care is the feeling in E I'm near the end C-H-I-C-K-N That's the way to spell chicken That was Mississippi John Hurt and Chicken C-H-I-C-K-E-N Crispy, brown, juicy, sweet, our fried chickens and all we treat. Dipped in dough, cooked real slow, it's chicken like this, made the rooster grow. We told you how Mississippi John Hurt was rediscovered. Well, here's another guy who had the same luck. Clarence Ashley, first recorded in 1929. Matter of fact, he recorded the song we were going to play today, but he wasn't satisfied with that version. When he was first rediscovered, he would not play this song. He said he had to practice it to perfection. Well, it sounds pretty good to me. Here's Clarence Ashley and the Cuckoo Bird. This old tune has had two lives, and it's living its second life now. Diamonds, I've known you 
traditional Appalachian song, The Cuckoo Bird. She never says cuckoo till the fourth day of July. He uses cuckoo in the old sense. The cuckoo used to be the classical symbol of fickleness, of false love, of infidelity. That's where the word cuckold is from. The female cuckoo had a habit of depositing her eggs in the nests of smaller birds and leaving them there so they would be hatched by birds of a totally different species. The cuckoo was also the herald of spring, and can also be found in some of the finer clocks of the Black Forest. There's a bird in Texas called a roadrunner, and he often kills rattlesnakes just for fun. And on this one particular day, he was in an amorous mood, so he attacked the first lark he saw, and the lark went away singing merrily, I'm a lark, and I've been sparked. <laughs> this roadrunner went on down a little bit further, and he found a dove, and he downed a dove. And she flew away happily singing, I'm a dove, and I've been loved. <laughs> and this roadrunner split again. And <laughs> <laughs> then a duck came walking by. <laughs> yeah, this, this duck came by, and after a lot of commotion, a lot of feathers flying, a lot of noise, <laughs> and duck waddled away. He said, I'm a drake, and that's been a mistake. <laughs> One bird that has a tough job is a canary in a coal mine. That's not just a saying, it's a real thing. In the early days, coal mines had no ventilation systems. Miners would bring a caged canary down with them. You see, canaries are really sensitive to both methane and carbon monoxide. The miners knew as long as they could hear the canary singing, their air supply was safe. A dead canary meant they should get out of there. And if the canary started singing a song by air supply... They better get out there quick. Another place where you see birds is on telephone wires, and they're fine as long as their wing or one of their feet isn't grounded. They can stay on the wires as long as they want. The charge just flows through them, but once they touch the ground, it completes an electrical circuit, and you end up with a fried bird. I'm not sure that's what Leonard Cohen was writing about, but it is something to think about. Here's the man from Montreal, Leonard Cohen, from his album Songs from a Room, Bird on a Wire. Like a bird on the wire Like a drunk in a midnight choir I have tried in my way to be free
Caller, you're on the air. Hi, Bob. Listening to the Bird Show and loving it. What's your name and where you calling from? My name is Charles Convert, and I'm from Bloomington, Indiana. Oh, Bloomington, Indiana. Your state bird is the Cardinal. You are correct, sir. What can I do for you? Well, Bob, I just heard that song you played about the cuckoo bird, and uh, I, I get the whole thing about the card playing, the log cabin, the ten dollars, and I understand she's a pretty bird too. But I still got one question. Well, we like to help. The guy sings. She wobbles if she flies. She never says cuckoo till the fourth day in July. What's the big deal with the fourth of July? What's the big deal with the fourth of July? It's America's birthday, first of all, and I'm not really sure what it has to do with the cuckoo bird. But if I had to guess, I'd guess it had more to do with Clarence Ashley. Perhaps the fourth of July was important to him for some reason. Maybe it was somebody's birthday, or the day his wife walked out on him. You can never tell why someone's going to stick something in a sign. You just got to remember that the whole is bigger than the sum of its parts. You can't expect to understand everything in every song. Thanks for calling. Thank you. There's a whole lot of songs that we all know snippets of. We know little bits of them as cues in movies and in cartoons. The songs themselves are sometimes forgotten. We all can sing a little bit of this next song, but most of you have probably never heard the whole thing. We're going to play the version by a man who's known as the world's greatest entertainer, and there's no doubt that he was. He was so popular that the film biography of his life actually had a sequel. I think that's the only time that that's ever happened. And appropriately enough, when he performed live, he also did bird calls. Here's the great Al Dilson and Red Red Robin. It's going to go ba-ba-ba-ba-la-la. Now I'm walking through fields, through a flower, 
Rain may drift, but still I listen for hours and hours. I'm just a kid again, doing what a kid again, singing a song. When the red, red robin comes, ba 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 and that was Al Dawson singing about the Red Red Robin. As late as 1948, Al Dawson was named the most popular male vocalist in Variety magazine. Sad news. Al went to Korea to entertain the troops. He did it against his doctor's orders. He was already sick, and the trip to Korea did not help him. Shortly after he came back, he suffered a massive heart attack and died. The great Al Dawson was gone. While we're on the subject of robins, let me tell you about round robins. Now a round robin is a tournament in which each contestant is matched in turn against every other contestant. Where it got that name is really interesting. In the phrase round robin, the word robin is a corruption of the French word ruban, which means ribbon. Over time, this became bastardized to robin. Back in the 17th and 18th century, the French peasants had a lot to complain about. But the king didn't like complaints. As a matter of fact, if he received a petition from his subjects, he would take the first two or three names off the top of the list and have their heads cut off. This would tend to discourage the other people. The peasants still wanted to complain, but none of them wanted to be on the top of the list. So they came up with this idea. They would sign the petition in a circle so that no name would be on the top of the list. If there were hundreds of signatures, this circle would become very intricate, turning in on itself, looking like an ornate ribbon. There were no top two or three people for the king to be hid, and it was impractical for him to kill anyone. From this practice, we got the round ribbon, which became the round robin. Among the birds of prey are the owls, the vultures, the eagles, and the hawks. Hawks and vultures are often seen soaring majestically high in the sky. William Faulkner once said, if I were reincarnated, I want to come back a buzzard. Nothing hates him, or envies him, or wants him, or needs him. He is never bothered or in danger, and he can eat anything. With that in mind, here's Rudy Green at Buzzard Pie. Buzzard said one day, as he flew across the way, he spotted me, then he licked his chops, and this is what he said. Ah, die, 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 said the buzzard, die, die, what a meal you'll be. Die, 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 said the buzzard, and bring bad meal of meat to me. Die, 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 said the buzzard, die, die, die right now. I said, the buzzard, you ain't gonna live always, no how. Boy, you just keep on walking. Why don't you stand still? My, you look so delicious. Hold still, Jack, while I get my fill. Die, 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 said the buzzard. Die, die, ain't you got no sense? Die, said the buzzard. Come on, die, say fuel expense. Don't you blow your top My, 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 Mr. Buzzard I just double dare you to stop Hi, 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 Mr. Buzzard Hi, hi, why you big fat bird My, hi, hi, Mr. Buzzard There's a meat shortage, oh, ain't you heard Boy, with this meat shortage All over the town You just fly down a little lower Let your big feet hit the ground Hi, hi, Mr. Buzzer. Hi, hi, come here to me. Hi, 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 Mr. 
the buzzing and be my Sunday specialty. That was Buzzard Pie, Rudy Green and his orchestra. You know, there's artists I'm always excited to play, and then there's some I thought I'd never get a chance to. I'm really glad we found space for this next artist. I'm sure you're familiar with him, but you probably know him better as an actor than a singer. Of course I'm talking about Daffy Duck and the man behind him, Mel Blank. Mel got started doing voices when he was doing a local radio show with his wife, Stella Rosenham. The show was called Cobwebs and Nuts, and they had no budget for other actors, so Mel started creating characters. People from Warner Brothers heard him, and now his voice is heard millions of times every day. Porky Pig, Bugs Bunny, Bonnie Rubble, Yosemite Sam, Sylvester the Cat. I could spend the whole hour just naming voices he does. In the 50s, he did a series of comedy records for Capitol. This is kind of a rare one. The band is Billy Mays' band, so you got the same kind of band that you'd have behind someone like Sinatra. The lyrics were written by Warren Foster and Mike Maltese, the gag man for all of Warner Bros. cartoons. You might recognize the music. It's Hungarian Rhapsody No. 2 by the penis Franz Liszt. Give a listen to Mel Blank performing Daffy's Rhapsody, straight from the duck's mouth. Greetings. My name is Daffy. There's no other duck like me. Because I'm so daffy And the reason I'm daffy And so gosh darn riff-raffy And so screwy and laffy Is because those hunters won't leave me alone Oh, why don't they hunt some other animal for a change? So that I won't have to end up on a kitchen range. But no, duck hunting's all the rage and they won't let me be. And I'm so full of bullets, I'm lit up like a Christmas tree. So much I'd like to do if I just had the chance I'd like to play and romp and even sing and do a dance. I would read the latest book, go swimming in a babbling brook. I'd like to fly the seven seas, play hide-and-seek among the trees. I'd play hopscotch and double-dutch, and this and that and things and such. I know that isn't asking much, but all these things I dasn't touch. It's bang-bang here and bang-bang there, bullets flying everywhere. I can't stand it any longer. I get weak and they get stronger. Hunters to the right of me, hunters to the left I see. Over hill and over dale, bullets whizzing past my tail. There's no rest and there's no peace. Won't this shooting ever cease? Morning, noon, and through the night. That's why I look such a fright. Bang, bang, bang. I'm only 16 yards ahead. Bang, bang, bang. They're shooting straight at me. Hoo, hoo, hoo. They won't let up until I'm dead. Hoo, hoo, hoo. Why can't they let me be? Why don't they hunt big wild moose or chase a reindeer on the loose? It's possum, chipmunk, caribou, or rabbit for a rabbit stew. Raccoon, squirrels, porcupine, monkey swinging on the vine. Leopards with or without spots, wildcats with or without dots. Elephants, badgers, kangaroo, lions, tigers, cows that moo. Wolf, mice, and prairie ox, red and gray and silver fox. Daffy, they drive me daffy. Those hunters with their great big guns, they're all their uncles, cousins, fathers, sons, crazy. They got me hazy with all that rootin', footin', hootin', tootin', high salutin', noisy shootin', closer. They're getting closer with shotguns, pistols, bows, and arrows, rifles, knives, and Another deadly trifle scram now While I'm still able You're nuts if you think that I'm gonna end up on somebody's dinner table So Goodbye So long now That was Daffy's Rhapsody Reminds me of the story Of the duck who walked into the drugstore And bought some chapstick The druggist said That'd be two dollars And the duck said Just put it on my bill Mel Blanc did a million voices. Our next artist just did one. But it's a heck of a voice. Don Van Vliet was born in Glendale, California. He stopped performing in the 80s and focused on his painting. He's a really good painter, but I wish he made more records. 
This song is about a frozen treat and a corvid. You want to know what a corvid is? It's a type of bird. Crows, ravens, jays, and magpies are all corvids, and they're some of the most intelligent of all the birds. Here's a song that goes as straight as the crow flies. Captain Beefheart and Ice Cream for Crow. It's so hot! Looks like you have three beats, Crow. The moon's so full. Why? Scream for Crow. Crow, or magpie, agree, as the practice of foretelling the future based on the number of birds seen. This type of fortune telling has been around for centuries. 
As a matter of fact, there's a famous children's counting rhyme. One for sorrow, two for mirth, three for a wedding, four for a birth, five for silver, six for gold, seven for a secret not to be told, eight for heaven, nine for hell, and ten for the devil's very own sale. Does not sound very much like a kid's rhyme to me. I mean, if you're going to talk about crows for kids, there's only two, Heckle and Jekyll. I say, old boy, uh, how about lift? Uh, That's real nice of you, Jim. Thanks. I don't think my friend is going to like this. Don't worry, Jim. We'll take care of your friend. Uh, here he is now. <laughs> Here's a song that is so familiar, maybe because the melody of it has been a hit four seven times in four different songs. The song first came to the public notice when the Carter family recorded it under the title, I'm Thinking Tonight My Blue Eyes, from 1929. One thinking tonight of my blue eyes And I wonder if he ever thinks of me Eight years later, Roy Acuff recorded a song called Great Speckled Bird. Same melody, different words. The words have to do with the book of Jeremiah, chapter 12, verse 9. My inheritance is unto me as a speckled bird. A few years after that, a man named William Warren watched his eight-month-old marriage dissolve. His wife walked out at him. He saw her in a Texas hunky tonk and wrote new lyrics to the great speckled bird. That song ended up being a giant country western hit. It was called The Wild Side of Life. Hank Thompson's version stuck in the number one spot for 15 weeks. You'd think people would be sick of that melody by now. Loop. Kitty Wells did a sequel to The Wild Side of Life. It wasn't God who made Hunky Tonk Angels. That one climbed the number one and stayed there for six weeks. Four songs, one melody. What's all the noise about? I'll let you listen. Maybe you'll write some new words to it and climb to the top of the charts. It worked before, maybe it'll work again. His great speckled bird, Roy Ecuff.
I'll be joyfully carried to meet him On the wings of that great speckled bird Let's take care of a couple of emails. We're backed up. This email is from Lionel Webster. He's in Rutland, Vermont. State bird. Mm, let me see. The hermit thrush. Lionel asks, I have a question. I wanted to show that last year you played a little snippet of the song. It was all about owls, and the guys in the band imitated the owls' hooting sounds. He only played a small piece of it to illustrate a point. I've been trying to track it down, but I've had no luck. Can you help? Well, Lionel, I was glad to help a listener, especially one from the home of the hermit thrush. I'm guessing that you mean Night Owl by Tony Allen and the Champs. It's a record on specialty, and I think we played it when we were talking about Edward Hopper's Night Hawks at the Diner. You're right, it is a great song, and it easily deserves to have the whole thing played. I asked Billy Vera to tell me something about Tony Allen and the Champs. Listen to this. You know, when I was working for Specialty Records, I heard Tony Allen say the name, you know, what do you call your group, Tony? A champ. Well, I think the name of the group really was The Chimes, but it sounded like he said champs. <laughs> and so Specialty decided that that was probably the name of the group. They misunderstood him. So it came out as Tony Allen and Chance. Now, if you listen to the bridge of this song, where the background goes, Shodo and Shobido, I've always felt that that perhaps was where uh, the Five Satins got the Shodo and Shobido on In the Still of the Night, because it came out prior to uh, In the Still of the Night. Well, thanks for the insight. Here's Tony Allen and Night Owl. The great horned owl is found in all parts of North and South America the year round. The ear tufts resemble horns, hence the name Great Horned Owl. It is large, powerful, and ferocious. 
It is often called the Tiger of the Air. This is Theme Time Radio Hour, where we like to remind you the early bird has to get his own breakfast. I got a phone call from a friend of mine earlier. He taught his minor bird how to swear. He called to tell me he got arrested for contributing to the delinquency of a minor. Here's a couple of guys from Jamaica. They're known as the Blues Busters. Individually, they were known as Lloyd Campbell and Philip James. Together, they made a noise like this. Wings of a dove. If I had the wings like a dove If I had the wings like a dove the blues busters and wings of a dove you know there's so many songs about birds and i've got off the track a little bit and i still got a pile i want to play here so how about next week we postpone the show we were going to do and we just play more bird songs because i haven't even touched the dance crazes yet you got the funky chicken the drunken pelican the spastic penguin the tufted puffer and that's just scratching the surface those are just the ones i can do we'll be back next week with even more songs of the feathered variety in the meantime, you go ahead and dance around your house, or as the five two-tones put it, shake a tail feather. We'll see you next week. Don't stray too far from the nest. I'm going to
Thanks for listening to Theme Time Radio Hour with your host, Bob Dylan. Produced by Eddie Gorodetsky. Associate producer, Ben Rollins. Continuity by Eats Martin. Editor, Damian Rodriguez. Supervising editor, Rob McCumber. Research team, Dialapse and Bernie Bernstein. With additional research by April Hayes, Callie Gladman, Terrence Michaels, Sean Patrick, and Lynn Sheridan. Librarian, Robert Bottom. Production coordinator, Debbie Sweeney. Production assistance by Jim McBean. Special thanks to Randy Azrani, Kuku Shumia, and Oswald Kabbalah. For XM Radio, Lee Abrams. Recorded in Studio B in the historic Abernathy building. Studio engineer, Tex Carbone. This has been a Great Water Park production in association with Big Red Tree. This is your announcer, Pierre Mancini, speaking. Join us again next week as we return to the nest for more songs about birds. 